Welcome to the eGovernance Academy podcast to discover the future of governance. Tune in for the Digital Government Podcast every Wednesday. Hello to all our listeners. Today's podcast differs from the others. We will talk about the war that started on the 24th of February in Ukraine and how it is affecting our team members in Ukraine. My name is Christina Mend and I'm an e-democracy expert. I help people and organizations around the world use smart digital solutions for citizen engagement and participatory policymaking. In the eGovernance Academy, we have many projects and an office in Ukraine. I'm glad to have with us Oleg Burba, the component leader of our latest project, EU for Digital Ukraine. Hello, Oleg. Hello. Hello. Uh, thank you for, 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 for inviting Oleg, we met with you um, almost two weeks ago when we had our weekly brown bag lunch where you and your colleagues were sharing with us what's going on in Ukraine with regard to your work. Today, we talk in a completely different circumstances. But tell us, please, a little bit about how long you have worked for EGA, for the eGovernance Academy, and what have you been doing? Uh, I have worked for Electronic Government Academy four years uh, since uh, 2018. Uh, I uh, started as an expert in the Ego for Ukraine project, uh, and uh, I was responsible for the development and implementation of the data exchange platform called uh, Trimbita, Trimbita system. Uh, Trimbita is a uh, Ukrainian national, national um, instrument. Uh, and uh, this uh, system needs for Ukrainian public authorities for security data exchange. Uh, this platform ensured and is uh, ensuring electronic interaction between uh, the state registers uh, and other IT systems and uh, development of uh, electronic services. Now I am working uh, for the EU for Digital UA project as a component leader. And I am responsible for further development of uh, the beta system and uh, other digital government infrastructure like um, key register, registers, electronic identification and um, other, other topics of, uh, of this area. Uh, if you if you wonder uh, what uh, Trimbita system is, then please is, explain. Um, yes, that's yes, probably yes, very yes. interesting for our readers, uh, listeners as well. Mm-hmm. And Trimbita system is then is uh, it is an uh, interoperability system based on Estonian data exchange platform Xroad. Uh, hence, uh, we can say that uh, the Ukrainian digital government has the same. Uh, bloodstream uh, as uh, the Estonian system has. Exactly. And tell us, what else is EGA's team doing in Ukraine within the latest EU for Digital Ukraine project? What else um, are you working you... on? Uh, okay. Uh, our project uh, supports uh, Ukrainian government in, in digital transformation area. Uh, we improve uh, the efficiency and uh, security of public service delivery and uh, citizens and businesses access uh, to the services. Uh, we work uh, very closely with the Ministry of Digital Transformation is beneficiary of our project and with uh, uh, 
16 other public authorities, ministry, state agency, and uh, state enterprises. Uh, in in our core team uh, in Ukraine is uh, representative of Estonia is Mari Pedak, uh, and uh, we have uh, 21 people in Kyiv. Uh, additionally, uh, our project engages more than uh, 20 international experts, uh, local short-term experts, and uh, back office uh, team in Tallinn. Uh, our team is responsible for uh, three uh, from five components of uh, our project and uh, uh, Spanish uh, agency FIAP implements other, other components of our project in Ukraine. Oleg, um, can you tell us a little bit um, what you are doing now? How is your work going on now? Or is it more that um, you and, and all our other colleagues are actually um, just trying to stay alive and trying to find safe places? Or are you doing also some work? Uh, yes. Uh, after 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 one year, we made a big leap forward on the harmonization of Ukraine regulation uh, framework on electronic transfers with EIDAS regulation. Uh, that uh, creates condition for further uh, mutual recognition of Ukrainian digital uh, signature in uh, in the uh, European Union. Uh, Ukraine will be the first uh, country outside of uh, EU whose uh, digital signature will be recognized in uh, European Union. We also create a condition for implementation uh, of the unified national personal identifier and uh, development the methodology of data quality assessment of state registries. Uh, we also developed more than uh, 40 EU services. Some of them consist of many uh, small services and uh, created a draft uh, methodology of uh, service reengineering and delivery of uh, integrated electronic services. Moreover, we uh, developed uh, the functionality of uh, issuing of a COVID certificate on, uh, on the DIA portal and DIA application, DIA is the digital brand of, of Ukraine. And uh, that helped uh, people to prove their vaccination. Uh, also, we moved forward with data exchange platform uh, Tembita version 2 development. It's, uh, and uh, we have uh, today uh, many specific uh, requests from our, our partners uh, in uh, Ukraine public authorities. And uh, we are supporting these um, activities for Ukrainian's government. But Oleg, what is going on now? What about the last few days? Um, what's happening then or now? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, first of all, I would like to say that today we have a first day of the springs spring uh, but uh, unfortunately the second time for ukraine this spring is russia spring uh, first time this russia spring came in 2014 and uh, brought us war uh, this uh, time russian spring came again ukraine today defense against russian aggressor 
Ukraine has a war against Russia since uh, 2014 and has lost about 50,000 of our citizens, our people, Ukraine people. Uh, the last six day, days, this war is open uh, and human with many children and uh, women killed, uh, rocket fires and uh, air strikes, uh, strikes in uh, residential areas. However, Ukrainian Ukrainians believe in uh, Ukrainian army forces and uh, Ukraine's victory over Russia uh, because uh, there are many, many friends and uh, supported in Europe uh, and uh, around the world and, and Estonia also. And as you explained to us also before, all the great work that you and our other colleagues and your your colleagues in Ukraine have done in the digital development, I think it would be very difficult to turn all those things back. Um, you have you have made Ukraine already a very open and uh, digitally strong country. Uh, yes, uh, all members of uh, our team uh, today uh, remained in, U- in Ukraine and uh, we are healthy. It's uh, first of all for us. Uh, today we are, we are working in many Ukrainian cities and cities and village or right side of, of uh, Dnieper of Ukraine. Uh, but some of our colleagues are near the Kiev. Uh, One of uh, my colleagues is today in Kyiv, uh, hidden in the subway metro station with her daughter and uh, old father. Uh, of course, uh, we are very wo- worried uh, about her. Uh, our uh, home city Kyiv is uh, turned uh, now uh, battlefield. Uh, it's its current situation today. Oleg, please tell us, where do you get most of the information? Do you have access to all television, radio, internet? Are you aware of what's going on um, outside Ukraine and also inside Ukraine and, and how much the, the Western world and, the, and the, the open and democratic world is supporting Ukraine? Uh, yes, uh, in general, we use uh, internet channels for uh, for for getting uh, uh, truth news and uh, uh, but uh, and and uh, uh, COVID situation uh, uh, was uh, learned uh, us to use this uh, IT uh, infrastructure, this uh, IT solution for. Um, For, cre- for 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 make for make uh, uh, right news uh, and uh, we use this solution for um, interconnection uh, between our colleagues uh, and other colleagues and partners of uh, uh, Ukraine government and uh, like uh, Estonian colleagues and uh, we um, actively use this this solution today Oleg, please tell us a little bit about how you get your information um, about what's going on in Ukraine and um, what's how the rest of the world is portraying what's going on and following and covering it. And your radio, TV, internet, are all those channels working? First, first of all, we uh, are using uh, internet channels. It's uh, Facebook, uh, it's um, Twitter, 
Twitter account, but uh, Twitter not uh, uh, not uh, not famous in in our country. But we use it because uh, many uh, many world leaders uh, have uh, accounts in Twitter, and uh, we uh, can uh, get true information about about situation in the world. And uh, other Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian channels like. Um, uh, Telegram channels and uh, Viber channels. Uh, unfortunately, we have uh, uh, many uh, many channels with uh, Russia prop- prop- propaganda. Uh, but uh, we now, uh, as um, uh, we can uh, filter these uh, information channels for us. Right. And when I was thinking about my last visit to Ukraine, it was two years ago and we visited Odessa and, you know, the beautiful 19th century buildings, the fantastic opera and ballet theater, the famous Potemkin steps or or the beautiful city of, of Kiev. And, and one of the things that you always think about Ukraine is, is how um, how welcoming the city is, how welcoming the people are and, and how great the food is. How is your daily life right now when it comes to access to food, uh, clean water, all those utilities and, and essentials that we can't live without? This uh, situation it depends on concretely settlements uh, of Ukraine uh, because uh, uh, many cities uh, on left side of Ukraine and uh, Kiev uh, is uh, this city have a problem with food, uh, with uh, with electricity, with uh, with water, water. and uh, because it's a really uh, really bad situation, and uh, uh, Russian occupator uh, not uh, not work uh, nothing uh, for change the situation. Many yes. people, many people live in 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 uh, under uh, under underland uh, and use for in in the metros. Me, me, metro, the yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it indeed you you can only you know repeat what many uh, journalists and people who have told about the situation have described. It's like you're like watching a movie, like watching an old movie. You you can't imagine that any of this is actually happening and and true. And and even in this time when we have access to all the media channels and videos and pictures and and we are talking to you right now it's still it's still unbelievable um i know that that confirming this fact doesn't change it but it's just i i don't think that many people um, realize still what's actually going on but one of the things or like that i i think um is is also important is that you have neighbors like Estonians and Latvians and Lithuanians and Poles and Bulgarians and Polacks and so on. And we all understand very well and understood the threat. Maybe not exactly that kind of threat, not the military threat to that extent, but we understood what was going to happen but and why this is happening. But many people in the Western Europe and, and also overseas 
I think that for them it was a very, very serious awakening uh, and, and they didn't believe it. They still don't believe it. Have you been in touch with people um, outside um, outside Estonia and outside Ukraine? Have you talked to any colleagues or friends, let's say in the United States or in Canada or any of the of the faraway countries? And how do they how do they see it? Okay, I think uh, the main the main voice uh, in Ukraine in uh, in the world is uh, the Ukrainian diplomatic. Diplomatics, the uh, our consular uh, employees and uh, other uh, diplomatic division, uh, which uh, <laughs> day and night uh, uh, working under um, under make true information about situation in Ukraine. Uh, because uh, the, a couple of days ago we have a situation when. Uh, Uh, as, as several country in in Europe uh, don't believe about uh, this situation in Ukraine, uh, but our our diplomatics, our our president, uh, and uh, them joined the forts make uh, fantastic results about uh, about uh, uh, joint uh, uh, anti-Russia coalition today. Absolutely. And I believe this front is, is, the, is mostly, and uh, I think it's uh, not same, but it's uh, very helps uh, to uh, our Ukrainian army force. Absolutely, and also the Ukrainian people. And I think one of the most important things uh, for us to to remember is that um, it's been now the war has been um, has lasted six days, but it will whatever uh, whatever steps are necessary in the future, it will take time, and we just can't let it go. We can't forget about it. We can't just think, oh, it's uh, let just situation be that we it's so far. Uh, it's, it's far, yeah. But um, but we, we and maybe that was well not maybe that is the mistake that we probably made when it came to Odessa sorry to Crimea and to to uh, to Donetsk and 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 also the situation with Belarus that we just people just get tired of talking about it or until a new crisis comes and that's I think one of the things and I'll make a promise that I won't. I won't let go talking about it. That we we all have to do that, and uh, and we we continue working with Ukraine and with the Ukrainian projects and and with you guys. So that is the that is the definite uh, thing. But one of the things, Oleg, that I also asked you is that uh, we have heard. Um, quite many interesting uh, salutes and slogans from uh, from the Ukrainian border guards on the Snake Island and and from uh, from the Georgian ship captain who refused to to give uh, fuel to to Russian ships but one of the things that we keep hearing the most is the national salute Slava Ukraini and the response to that should be Heroyam Slava. Um, yes. Oleg, tell, tell us a little bit where it comes from. Mm, okay, uh, Slava Ukraini in English it's uh, glory to Ukraine. Uh, is Ukrainian greeting. Uh, today it's national slogan. 
it became uh, widespread among Ukrainian nationalists and uh, fighters for Ukraine's independence in uh, uh, 1918-1921. Uh, it was uh, reviewed in uh, Great Ukraine after the proclamation of Ukraine's independence. Uh, gained popularity popularity during the Vyvor uh, Maidan and uh, the Russian-Ukraine war uh, since uh, 2014. Uh, from uh, from the 2018, uh, Slava Ukraine's military congratulation in the army force of Ukraine and the national police, and now it's uh, maybe slogan of uh, Ukrainian people which uh, today uh, doing uh, fantastic uh, uh, efforts for for uh, defense of uh, our independence absolutely and um, I when I yesterday prepared for our talk today then I've I looked up an old friend of mine, um, a famous Ukrainian poet and writer, Taras Shevchenko. And I have his poems book at home. And um, I browsed through it a little bit and did some internet digging as well. And there is a poem um, called To Osnovyaynenka uh, from 1840, where he writes, Our thought, our song will not die, will not perish. Oh, that people is our glory, glory of Ukraine. So the salute is from the beginning of last century, but actually the words themselves come from Taras Shevchenko's poem already more than 140 years ago, which I think is very, very beautiful. But Oleg, um, I know that I'm not going to even ask you what else and more we can do because um, all probably we, we, people, countries around Ukraine are doing uh, and people are doing what they can, collecting donations, businesses. I know in Estonia are, uh, are bringing Ukrainian families here, are offering jobs. Uh, people are volunteering to offer their homes and services and volunteer support um, mental um, mental uh, to support mentally also the people who are who are fleeing from the from the war. Um, our governments are doing everything they can. Our presidents today we heard that eight um, European presidents. Um, uh, said yes to to give uh, to to begin the accession of the of Ukraine to the EU. The media is uh, is covering every aspect of of what they see and so on. So, please believe us when I say that we are doing everything we absolutely can. The only thing we cannot do is very little can do is actually something on the ground, something in Ukraine, um, and there we'll stand by you and support you in. Um, in any way we, we can. So thank you, Oleg, very much. May you and your colleagues and your families and loved ones be protected and safe. Um, and everybody else, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening to us. I, I, I would like to uh, to say a couple of words about, uh, today, uh, about situation of Ukraine. Please today do. we have a, a brutal war with the Russian occupiers. Uh, Ukraine defense, it's independence. Uh, from the Russian Empire and uh, its uh, identity among European nations. 
And I want to thank uh, the people of Estonia for the fact uh, that in this uh, struggle Estonia together with Ukraine. Uh, stay safe and uh, Slava Ukraini. Thank you, Oleg. And Slava Heroyam. Heroyam Slava, I think that's the Heroyam right word. Heroyam Slava, that's the way, way to say it. So thank you, Oleg, again. May you and your colleagues and your families and loved ones be protected and safe. And to everybody else, thank you for listening to us. This was Christina Mann from eGovernance Academy. And tune in on next Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by eGovernance Academy. Tune in on next Wednesday.